Good morning to you if you've just joined us. I hope you had a good night's sleep because uh, Flinders Uni study has linked irregular sleep with higher blood pressure or a risk of higher blood pressure. Uh, So, you know, shift work, overtime, uh, night work can all play a role in that. Let's uh, look at that with Professor Danny Eckert, who is a sleep researcher at Flinders Uni. Danny, good morning. Good morning. So uh, I suppose to some degree, not having a good night's sleep for whatever reason uh, probably comes as no surprise that there is a flow-on health risk, and you found that in, in blood pressure. Yeah, look, that's right. And you're absolutely right. Not sleeping enough or having uh, disrupted sleep due to a sleep disorder pretty much affects uh, every organ in the body and and indeed every cell in the body. So uh, what we found here in studying actually over 12,000 people from around the planet, 20 different countries, they had a little uh, under-mattress sensor that allowed us to measure their sleeping patterns and timing. And then we measured them actually for six months. And... uh, they took blood pressure recordings in their home about 30 times across that that uh, that period, and we, we really did find a, a strong uh, association with uh, people that have uh, inconsistent sleep times and uh, and having high blood pressure or, or what we call hypertension. Okay, uh, how do you get around that? Try and obviously have a routine. I suppose is the easiest thing, but probably not e- not easily done necessarily. Look, and you're right, about 17% of Australians are, are shift workers and, uh, you know, we live in a 24-hour society and uh, we have all sorts of pressure on our time and, and that can creep into uh, to sleep, uh, our opportunity for sleep. And um, yeah, and we've known for a while that not sleeping enough is, is bad for you and we, and we saw that here too. That was um, people that slept on a regular basis less than uh, the recommended seven hours a night were... Uh, for adults, were about 30% more likely to uh, to be have higher blood pressure. But I guess what surprised us a little bit, if you varied your sleep time just by about 30 minutes, the time you go off to bed uh, by 30 minutes, that was also associated with a 30% increased risk of having high blood pressure. And actually, if you varied it on a regular basis by 90 minutes, or what, often what we call social jet lag, so people throughout the week, Working week, you might be uh, not getting enough hours during the week and you do a bit of catch-up sleep on the weekend. That was associated with about a 90% increased risk of, of having high blood pressure. So more, more uh, of a stronger effect than uh, just not sleeping enough. Mm. I just wonder how particularly regular night shift workers go on weekends or on their days off, whenever that might be, where they're doing whatever, four or five nights of uh, overnight and then on the weekend part uh, almost live a normal life, as it were, and then yeah. get back into it. Now, that must be shocking then, ultimately. Look, it, it, it is tough for your health. It places yeah. a stress on the body, trying to sleep against your body clock. We've got this very powerful circadian rhythm that, influences when we sleep and all lots of way our, our body is controlled and function and restored and recovers. Um, so this is, this is challenging. So yes, we still need to try and get enough sleep if we're working uh, to, uh, shift work. And where possible, try and keep it as a consistent routine as possible. Yeah, I imagine if you're examining that many people, they'd they'd come in all range of uh, sizes and ages. Did what age did it start? What thirty five plus or or something? It was a really broad range of people that we studied. It was anywhere from 18 years up to 90. So okay. it was a wide range and, and the average was about in the middle. And uh, 
it was it was mostly men in this study, but there was uh, you know still a good proportion of women. They weren't, but you know, overall on average, they were slightly overweight, uh, as, as as is most of the population these days. Mm, okay, so did that have a factor? I mean, weight would have a factor on your sleep pattern, I imagine. Yeah, exactly, and it can feed into other sl- clinical conditions like sleep apnea and snoring, which are also associated with uh, uh, high blood pressure uh, as well. Absolutely. All of this comes down to trying to maintain a healthy weight and a healthy lifestyle. And again, not as easily said as done. Or the other no, way and I guess, yeah, no, you got it. And, and, and what we're seeing here, I mean, three pillars of health, exercise, diet, we hear a lot about those. Mm. Really hard to do those two if you're not sleeping well. Uh, the third pillar of health is, of course, sleep. So getting enough of it, getting good quality sleep. If you've got a sleep disorder, then... Uh, you know, reaching out to your GP and uh, and getting care because, yeah, very difficult to manage your weight and get enough exercise if you're uh, sleep-deprived or getting interrupted sleep. The problem with sleep and, and sleep apnea and all of that is you don't know you've got it necessarily. Yeah, this is a massive problem. You know, 85% of uh, people in our community who have sleep apnea, which is associated with, you know, yeah, heart problems, mental health problems, uh concentration, more likely to crash your car, all these sort of issues, 85 to 90% of them don't know they've got it um, Um, or certainly not diagnosed. And we're talking about a million Australians here. This is a big, big uh, group of people. And I'm actually in Parliament House today doing a study on on the parliamentarians. And uh, we've just found that some of them have sleep apnea that don't know they do. And uh, they've been quite shocked and surprised too. So this, this affects all of us. So you found some who are awake then? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and it, look, it's interesting. We've, we've just studied them before and after the sitting period. And, uh, you know, the, the schedule, this is a shift work situation. You have to come in these long sitting periods and make decisions to control that, that are important to the country. And uh, uh, some of them are, are, are doing it on, on very little sleep. Yeah. Danny, these days we've got a range of technology that for some is, is more readily available than others, but things like smartwatches, for instance, that can measure your sleep pattern and let you know if there are issues and, and the like. How important are they? Should people who might have concerns invest in one? Look, uh, they're right. And, and in a study that we're just doing at the moment, uh, we, 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 and, and what we did in this day, this was just a simple underbed sensor that sits under your mattress. You don't have to touch it or do anything, and it tracks your sleep. About as 80% is accurate as coming into our laboratory and, and having an overnight sleep study uh, in, in the lab. Uh, and, you know, some devices are more accurate than others, and some measure certain aspects of sleep better than others, the timing, the quality, whether or not you've got sleep apnea. There's a lot of things out there on the market. It's a little hard to navigate. They're constantly changing. But what I will say, on average, these things are getting better at, at getting those those things such as, um, yes, total sleep time and, and some of these important variables. They're, uh, they're getting better and better all the time. Mm, all right. And for anyone in the first instance, I suppose, has concerns about their sleeping patterns, I guess a trip to the GP if you can get in. The trip to the GP is, is always the first step. and. Yeah. Uh, and go from there. But yeah, I guess the real message of this this study is not only do we have to concentrate on getting and prioritise getting enough sleep, if to the extent we can, trying to keep those consistent uh, sleep patterns, it's uh, keeping our body in sync and uh, helping us not only with our daily function, but also our heart health. Yeah, that's great advice and, uh, and well done on the study. I'm sure there'll be more to come out of it. Thank you, Danny. 
You bet. Sleep well. <laughs> Thank you. Professor Danny Eckert, uh, sleep researcher at Flinders Uni. Uh, on a new study, 12,287 adults. Uh, the majority were men, around 80-odd percent were men, uh, and slightly overweight, a BMI of 28 or so on average. In their own homes, portable under-mattress sensor, as Danny said, and uh, they found uh, on average each participant had uh, 30 separate blood pressure uh, recordings, but the study ultimately shows the chances of higher blood pressure increases exponentially, particularly for overweight middle-aged men with every hour of sleep they lose or change in their regular nighttime routine. So going to bed at roughly the same time and trying to get good quality sleep is is the challenge. So there we are. Look, in some ways, probably not surprising. In, In other ways, it's good to know that that's the case and you can then take steps to... Uh, improve that uh, level of sleep and how you do that, whether, as he said, diet and exercise, and then it matches up to sleep. So, yeah, interesting. All right.